All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite with your favorite wrestling promotion on the internet, Pro Wrestling America, right here on the Wrestling With Theology podcast. Last week being the week after Easter, I succumbed to one of the worst Easter colds I've had for a while, so everything gets pushed back a week, but I'm doing a double shot of Pro Wrestling America on this one because both cards were rather short. But we have last week, April 20th, Target Center in Minneapolis. Actually, the last card the PWA has in Minneapolis as we are sizing down again our zone to have it to be closer to just the Illinois area. But as we get into the paperwork and everything, we have one of the newest tag teams that came in splitting as Leaping Lanny Poffo decided to not have a contract extension, but then Mance Warner deciding that, yes, he would like to stay on until next January. So hopefully we have some good things going on with Mance Warner over these next few months. But Target Center, final card for Minneapolis. Five matches on the card. Television title match as Jimmy Golden defends the title against J.C. Ice. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels receiving a special challenge from the Italian Stallion. As Stallion wants to show himself as a valid contender for the Illinois Heavyweight title. Then the World Tag Team title match as the Smoking Guns defend the titles against the former champions Ravishing Rick Rude and Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. Then you have Gino Hernandez facing off against Shane Douglas. And then in the main event, Tower of Doom match. Bubble Ray Dudley, Jimmy Wang Yang, and Jimmy Golden facing off against David Von Erich, the Monster Heel, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, and their partner, Terry Funk. And we'll get to what is the Tower of Doom match when we get to that one. But let's get through the undercard first. Opening match, television title match. Jimmy Golden defending the title against J.C. Ice. And Ice has his hands full trying to wrest away the title from Golden. Nathaniel Whitlock tries to help Ice, but Golden is able to hold both of them off to retain the title with a brain buster in a time of 6 minutes, 55 seconds. Next match is a special challenge match. Italian Stallion asking for a match with Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. And this continues to be part of that whole Sunshine-Bobby Heenan feud as Daniels is currently under the tutelage of Bobby the Brain Heenan. And Italian Stallion is one of Sunshine's guys. So in this special challenge match, Stallion gives Daniels a run for his money. Although he falls short and is pinned after the Angels' wing. He does show himself to be a top contender for the Illinois heavyweight title. Daniels gets the win in a time of 26 minutes, 52 seconds in this 30-minute time limit match. And Heenan and Sunshine, as this feud heats up a little bit with them, or actually it's probably more dying off now because it's not the guns and... Adams and Honky Tonk Man anymore. 
but they get they're slightly involved in the match. But Daniel seems more irritated with Heenan's interference than thankful. So there might be a little dissension in the ranks in the Heenan family. Next, we move on to the aforementioned smoking guns, the world tag team champions defending the titles against the former champs, Rick Rude and Austin Idol. And the former champs were looking well on their way to quickly regaining the title. However, as Idol tags Rude into the match, Rude grabs him and drills him into the mat with a pile driver and leaves the ring. Bart covers Idol to get the pin and retain the titles in a time of 6 minutes, 39 seconds. I knew it would be too good to be true. Rick Rude and Austin Idol being able to work together much longer without having the World Tag Team titles. And apparently Rude has had enough. Surprisingly, he doesn't say anything. He just turns on his partner, walks out of the ring, and apparently walks out of the arena because nobody can find him afterwards. Next match has Gino Hernandez facing off against Shane Douglas. Two guys that have a great match where both men showcase their desire to challenge the monster heel for his American heavyweight title. Gino gets the pin after a series of released German suplexes in a time of 21 minutes, 28 seconds. All right now we get to the main event, the Tower of Doom match. Bubble Ray Dudley, Jimmy Wang Yang, and Jimmy Golden representing myself, facing off against the Monster Heel David Von Erich, Terry Gordy, and Terry Funk. In the Tower of Doom match, there are three cages stacked on top of each other. Each cage is a bit smaller than the previous cage. The object is to make your way up to the top cage and then back down to walk out the bottom cage door. On the way up, the upper cage hatch will be opened or will be closed when all but one wrestler is in there. So we start off with six guys in the bottom cage. Once five are in the middle cage, that hatch is closed and the other wrestler is escorted out. Same thing with the top one. Once four are in there, that hatch is closed. The remaining wrestler gets escorted out of the cages. After we get the four guys in the top cage, the first one out the door at the bottom is the winner. No time limit for this match. And this can always make for interesting combinations. So t David and Gordy look forward to the match as they talk about it before walking into the cage and their partnership with Terry Funk to eliminate my henchmen from the PWA and possibly from wrestling itself. Bubba Ray and Golden are glad to bring Jimmy Wang Yang into my fold. Wang will be a great addition to maintaining order in the PWA. So as the largest of the cages... The bottom cage covers the entire ringside area. There's a ladder in the ring to be able to get to the hatch to the middle cage, which covers then just the ring area 
And then, yes, the one is just slightly smaller than that up top. As the six men enter the cage, the ladder becomes a weapon instead of a means to advance in the match. Bubba and Golden clothesline Gordy with the ladder, causing him to roll out of the ring. Yang tanks down Funk and David with a moonsault off the turnbuckle onto the floor, allowing Bubba and Golden to climb up into the middle cage. Yang quickly scampers up after them. So all three of my guys already up in the middle cage. David and Funk make their way up the ladder as well, leaving Gordy behind on the floor. Tommy Young closes the hatch to the middle cage, helps escort Funk out of the ring. With the three on two advantage, Bubba, Golden, and Yang focus on David. Funk manages to slip almost unnoticed into the top cage and takes a rest while the other four battle it out on the unforgiving steel. Bubba tells Golden to make his way up while he and Yang brutalize David. Being completely enclosed by the cages, Yang is a bit off his usual high-flying game. He bounces off the sidewall of the cage into a flying back elbow, but David counters it with a back suplex, dropping Yang on his head on the steel floor. David rakes Bubba's eyes to make his way up the ladder as Funk and Golden battle in the upper cage. As he reaches the top, David tries to close the hatch himself. David Manning holds on to it so that Bubba or Yang can climb into the top cage. Funk drills Golden with a pile driver in the top cage. Bubba starts up the ladder to the top cage, but David tries to hold him off. Funk comes over and pulls David away, allowing Bubba to get into the cage. Funk immediately attacks Bubba as Manning closes the hatch and escorts Yang into the bottom cage. Now the match has reached its fevered pitch. The final four, Bubba Ray Dudley, Jake Golden, David Funk, and Terry, David Von Erich and Terry Funk battle in the top cage. Funk is the first one to make it back into the middle cage, but it is the result of a Bubba bomb through the hatch down into the steel floor of the middle cage. Golden gets back to his feet to help Bubba battle David. David finally breaks free, tossing Bubba headfirst into the corner of the cage. Golden drop kicks David towards the hatch. David starts to fall through, but he catches himself on the edge of the cage and drops safely to the middle cage. David briefly checks on Funk, but he's not moving. Golden jumps down to the middle cage and onto David's back. He tries for a sleeper, but David snapmares him on top of Funk. Golden gets back to his feet. David charges him, but Golden drops him into the cage wall with a drop toe hold. Bubba crawls over to the hatch and slowly makes his way into the middle cage. Golden grabs David in a headlock before dropping him in a swinging neckbreaker. Golden rolls back to his feet and stomps on the lower hatch to open it. He drops down to the ring and looks towards the door. Gordy stands at the door, holding it shut. He and Yang had been brawling outside the cage, but Yang was thrown into the corner of the cage and then into the front row of fans, leaving Gordy standing there at the door. And if this is giving you flashbacks to Christmas Star Wars 1982 and the Kerry Von Eric Ric Flair World Heavyweight title match, it's supposed to. All right, Golden looks into the middle cage where Bubba and David are on their knees trading punches. 
Golden challenges Gordy to come back into the cage. But Gordy simply shakes, shakes his head no. Gordy looks around and sees the ladder laying up against one of the turnbuckles. He sets it up in the ring and closes the hatch to the middle cage. David and Bubba continue to focus on each other. Golden drops off the ladder and folds it up. He slides it to the ring apron and climbs out onto the floor. He grabs the ladder and uses it as a battering ram as he charges the cage door. Gordy tries to stand firm, but Golden's momentum takes him through the door. Yang climbs over the guardrail as Golden steps through the cage door to win the match. This is all in a time of 28 minutes, 37 seconds. But the match isn't quite over yet because, yes, okay, there's been a winner. Jimmy Golden has won the match for my team. But you still have one up in the very top. You still have two in the middle cage. And you got these three guys battling it out on the floor as Golden and Yang grab Gordy and slam him face first into the cage wall. Yang sets up the ladder as Golden grabs Gordy's arm and wraps it around the edge of the cage door. Yang climbs onto the ladder and moonsaults into the cage door, slamming it into Gordy's arm. David gouges Bubba's eyes to make his way to the hatch and climb down. Golden picks Gordy up in a fireman's carry and drills him onto the concrete floor with a Death Valley driver as Yang steps back into the cage and climbs into the ring to wait for David. David drops onto the mat with his back to Yang. Yang runs past him and springboards off the middle rope into an acai moonsault into an inverted DDT. Golden climbs back into the ring as Bubba claw crawls over to the hatch. Golden and Yang stomp on David as Bubba makes his way down to the mat. Bubba signals to Golden to set up for the 3D. Golden picks David up and whips him across the ring, picks him up for the hot shot for Bubba to hit the cutter. Yang climbs the turnbuckle and lands a 450 splash on David. And the three men celebrate in the ring as the fans go crazy and the camera goes out on that episode. My guys win. What does that mean for David and Terry Gordy and their alliance with Terry Funk right now? You'll have to find out. But unlike other weeks, you don't have to wait till next week because we're going to get to it right now. Today, April 27, 2022, Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. One roster change is that SD Jones has decided he wants nothing more to do with the PWA. Cooley says that I'm not utilizing him well and that he's going to go elsewhere. I wish him luck with that. But I go on to have 10 matches on this card. Starting off with Mance Warner, the newly re-signed talent facing off against Jimmy Wang Yang. Television title match where Jimmy Golden defends the title against Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Billy Travis and Ace Darling from Motor City Wrestling are in a match. Eric Embry faces off against the Italian Stallion, again featuring a duo from MCW. You have Disco Inferno facing off against Terry Taylor. And then the MCW Bruce City title match with Dr. X defending the title against Chris Canyon. Then we have Flying Brian Pillman facing off against Gentleman Chris Adams. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels facing off against Abdullah the Butcher from MCW. 
Continuing on from last week, Bubble Ray Dudley facing off against Terry Gordy. And then the world heavyweight title. Austin Idol on the line, defending the title against the American heavyweight champion, the monster heel, the number one contender, David Von Erich. So 10 great matches here for you. So let's get right into it. Opening match, Mance Warner versus Jimmy Wang Yang. Yang and Warner have a brutal match, but it ends almost accidentally when Warner drills Yang with a sidewalk slam on the concrete floor. Yang hooks his arm around Warner's neck and manages to knock him into the floor at the same time with a DDT. Yang barely climbs back into the ring right before Tommy Young's count reaches 10. So your winner, by countout, in a time of 14 minutes and 3 seconds, is Jimmy Wang Yang. Next match has the television title on the line as Jimmy Golden defends the title against, what, four-time former television champion Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Golden starts to have a great match, but Dylan slides the title belt into Buzz. He climbs onto the ring apron to distract Nick Patrick. And as Patrick has his back turned, Buzz nails Golden with the belt. He tosses it out of the ring and covers Golden as Dylan tells Patrick to do his job. He gets the pin and the title again for a fifth time, I believe. In a time of three minutes, four seconds, your new television champion, Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Next match has Billy Travis and Ace Darling from MCW facing off against each other. And they have a great match until Chris Canyon makes an appearance at ringside. He distracts Darling, which allows Travis to get an easy roll-up pinfall in a time of 8 minutes, 14 seconds. Next match has Eric Embry facing off against Italian Stallion. And Stallion surprises everyone with a brilliant match against Eric. Eric gets a little hot-tempered with the crowd's reaction to Stallion. Eric starts to blame Sunshine for distracting him. He yells at her until Stallion nails him from behind with a running knee lift to the back. Embry crumbles into the turnbuckle. Stallion gets the pin with a small package in a time of 8 minutes, 59 seconds. Again featuring MCW talent Disco Inferno and Terry Taylor. These two guys show the PWA crowd that they are focused on challenging Dr. X or Chris Canyon, whoever wins the title match tonight for the Bruce City title. Inferno nearly has the match won with the chartbuster, but he decides to dance for the displeasure of the crowd. Taylor gets up behind Inferno. As he turns around to cover Taylor, Taylor bounces off the opposite ropes with the flying five arm to get the pin in a time of 22 minutes, 20 seconds. Now we get to the second title match of the night. Bruce City title match. Dr. X defending against Chris Canyon. But it goes back to the previous match. Inferno throws a fit that he lost until Canyon shows up. Canyon tries to calm Inferno down, but Inferno shoves him away. When Inferno tries to leave the ring, Canyon grabs him and drops him with the flatliner. Dr. X makes his appearance as Canyon rolls Inferno out of the ring. Dr. X and Canyon have a mediocre match as Dr. X refuses to sell much of Canyon's offense. Canyon moves Dr. X's mask so he can't see. 
as Randy Anderson checks with Dr. X so he can make sure he can continue. Inferno rolls in, back into the ring and nails Canyon with the chart buster. Dr. X adjusts his mask and finds Canyon laid out in the ring and covers him for the pin to keep the title in a time of 13 minutes, 6 seconds. Flying Brian Pillman, one half of the American Tag Team Champions, then faces off against one half of the former World Tag Team Champions, Gentleman Chris Adams. Brian and Chris have a quick match with both trying to keep the other off balance. Brian gets the win with the Air Pillman in a time of six minutes, three seconds. Then we have the challenge between the PWA and the MCW. Sometimes it's with these cards, it is every match. Sometimes it's just the one. And that is this week, Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels facing off against Abdullah the Butcher. And Daniels and Abdullah have a bloody brawl. Bobby Heenan and the Sheik become involved several times before Tommy Young finally calls for the bell after the Sheik threw salt into Daniels' eyes. Your winner by disqualification in a time of 23 minutes, 43 seconds, is Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Last match on the undercard would be a main event anywhere in the world. Bubba Ray Dudley facing off against Terry Gordy. And Terry and Bubba have a great brawl all over the ringside area. Terry manages to get the win with the Oriental Spike in a time of 19 minutes, 45 seconds. Getting a little bit of revenge for last week's Tower of Doom match. Then your main event tonight. World heavyweight title on the line as Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol faces off against Monster Heel David Von Erich. And Austin and David have a great scientific match until Tom Sawyer by Rush begins to play. Kerry Von Erich appears at the entrance ramp with Texas All-Star Wrestling's Texas heavyweight title draped over his shoulder and a mic in his hand. Kerry tells David he needs to come home. He could have been the Texas champion, but he won't get anywhere in the PWA. David grabs a mic and tells Kerry that he has been the world heavyweight champion, not just Texas, but the world heavyweight champion in the PWA. Kerry tells him that the PWA titles mean nothing because I am a third-rate promoter. While David is preparing to reply, Austin rolls him up for the pin. Kerry stalks down to the ring as Austin leaves the ring with the belt. Kerry climbs onto the ring apron. David glares at his brother. Kerry steps through the ropes. David gets in his face. The two brothers stare at each other for a long moment. The crowd is on its feet throughout the encounter. It looks to be a stalemate between them until David turns his back on Kerry. The crowd pops when Carrie nails David with the discus punch when he turns back around. And Carrie walks off with his title belt. What is going on here? Have I created yet another wrestling promotion to work with? No. Simply putting this as a organization remotely joined to it simply because I'm looking to hire 
Kerry Von Erich for a short-term contract. Why? Because I have seen many posts over the last few months on Facebook talking about how world-class would have been had Fritz Von Erich allowed one of his sons to turn on the others. Now, of course, most of the conversations go to a feud between Carrie and Kevin because this would only be able to happen after David's death. But my thought, the better feud between the Von Erich brothers would be David and Carrie. So that's exactly what I'm bringing to you. Starting with this little bit of distraction from Carrie against his brother, costing him the world heavyweight title once again. Bringing the two of these together and giving my idea of what a feud between these two would look like. So that is the great thing that will be coming up over the next few months. As David turns his attention away from me onto his brother who just cost him the world heavyweight title. What is that going to look like? Come back next week and you will find out. Because right now, all you have is David laid out from the discus punch and Kerry walking away with the Texas heavyweight title. Next week, it might be different. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for this double dip of the Pro Wrestling America this week. I encourage you to come back for the theological side of the podcast as well as we have Confessional Corner on Monday, Digging Deeper on Thursday. Be here for those so that we may all wrestle with the theology around us.